0: You're listening to PetLiferadio.com. I am Seth Peterson.
1: I am Tippy Hedron.
0: I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm George Roberts. This is Jesselyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed
2: Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Bash Hi, this is
3: Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talking Pets.
1: Talking Pets.
0: Talking Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets Talking Pets. Talkin Pets with
1: John Patch. John. Patch. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch.
0: Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch.
2: And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is
1: Dr. Jared Lazarus from the Bay Area Veterinary Hospital in
2: Tampa, Florida. Here to answer your medical questions and your behavior questions about your pets at 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Ben, and he'll put you on the air with us. The show is produced in-house in studio by the ever-so-lovely Miss Amanda Page.
3: Hey there, Johnny Boy.
2: I'm Mandy Pendy. Mandy, a very dear friend of ours is joining us in about a half hour, just to fill us in for a couple of minutes. About next week, we will be live from new york the hotel pennsylvania for the westminster kennel club dog show and doggy concierge jerry Grimek will be joining us for a couple of minutes so stay tuned for that but we are open to your medical questions and your behavior questions at 844-305-7800 i'm john patch i'm dr jared lazarus
3: and amanda page
2: and this is brought to you by scoey 10x the ultimate odor eliminator and nutrix for your dogs and cats, it supports healthy brain function, mental agility, and cognitive focus. That's Nutrix.com. This is Talking Pets. Thank you.
3: <laughs> I say no more. Do you recall not long ago?
2: you like um dead set on the panthers or something that you had to kick that in in the beginning was that was just like some kind of a tease
3: just planting the seed
2: Uh Mm uh-huh i hear you (laughs) no broncos i guess go broncos hey well you're listening to talking pets i'm john patch i'm dr jared lazarus and amanda page and uh we have an audience of one with us now george is in town hi george just give a shout hi how are you there she is (laughs) Hi, <laughs> no, and plus everybody listening across the country on your radio stations, we thank you very much for that. We know tomorrow's a big day, so, um, of course, uh, make sure when you're having those big Super Bowl parties out there that, you know, your pets aren't on top of the table and, you know, drinking and eating what
1: you're drinking and eating. Make sure they're having their own treats, right, Dr. J? Yes. No human food, only dog food, and no alcohol, please. No alcohol. For the dogs. Exactly. And the cats. And the and birds. Pocket pets. And that doesn't mean you can't, yeah,
2: that doesn't mean you can give them to your hamsters or gerbils either. Or fish. Yeah. Just say no. Yeah. I was at a party one time, and somebody had to throw up, and this is such a weird, we were, oh, we were young. And, nice direction. And they, they, it, it was the fish thing, all of a sudden, they, they didn't know where to throw up, so they threw up in the fish tank.
1: <gasps> Ew. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> Tell me the fish lived. Um, I don't
2: remember. We were young. It was like way back when... You know, college kids do the strangest things. <laughs>
1: Last year wasn't that long ago, John. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to figure out if that was a compliment <laughs> or not.
2: I was. It was like, you know, the, the the crickets were there for a little bit. But, um, you know, yeah, no, thank you. Uh, yeah, no, that would have been back in 1980. <laughs> Nine. For you? No. Oh, what? I was like, I was like, really? No. No.
1: When did you graduate college? Actually, it was like 89. Mm -hmm. Was it really? No, I I graduated college in 89. I graduated high school in 85. I graduated vet school in 96. Amanda, what about you? When
2: did you... uh
3: That's not nice. (laughs) 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 That's not nice. In the 90s. Oh, really? Yes.
2: Well, okay. Now I really feel old. <laughs> it serves you right for asking that question of a lady. Had to go somewhere. 844-305-7800 is the number. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Wait, somewhere on here, we got a message for you, Dr. J. Um, oh, really? Yeah. And somebody on our Facebook sent you this. Hey, guys, big fan of the show. And by the way, if you want to go to our Facebook, you can join us. <clears throat> I ate peanuts during the, the break there and the peanuts are just like peanuts are kind of like in my throat. <laughs> and um so if you want to be part of our Facebook, go to talkinpets.com, T A L K I N Pets.com, talking And there's Facebook on top there, and then there's also Twitter. And now new to the site is Instagram. And you can follow us on there and all of our pictures and stuff. You'll see my kitties and all in there, so check it out. But um this came in. Hey guys, big fan of the show. Catch it whenever I can. Wondering if you had any ideas as to why a dog age seven who normally sleeps through the night would suddenly stop doing so and if there are any easy fix solutions for that thanks for the help great to meet you guys two years ago in new york so whoever this is apparently when we met them in new york when we were doing the westminster Club dog show two years ah. ago um one thing i want to say geriatric um if the dog's up there in age which seven's not that old well it depends on the breed i guess weird. Um, but Nutrix helps. I'm giving it to my cats right now, and she's eight going on 18. Um, so that actually helps. So check out Nutrix, uh, Nutrix.com, and it's a uh, N E U T R I C K scom or just go to TalkingPets.com. It's on there.
1: Take it away, doctor. So I would say, again, John hit it on the head. If it's an older dog in a large breed, if it's a large breed dog at age seven, that counts as geriatric. Um, less so if it's a small breed dog. The number one Reason, Of course, I can't be sure without doing a you know full exam, so I'll put that that full disclosure out there. But number one reason is pain. If they're feeling pain and they can't sleep through the night, they'll wake up and try to get comfortable. And sometimes they
2: can't. As you get older, though, you got to pee at the night, too, though.
1: So. And that was the other reason. Uh, I know I do. Sometimes they... Now. Because uh, I
2: graduated in 1983. Right. Nine. Whatever. Three? Nineties. <laughs> Nineties. <So, 90s. laughs> she's just eating it up over there now
1: (laughs) you asked let's keep this professional people right. (laughs) okay so urination sometimes dogs will have to get up in the middle of the night because they have to go out potty Um, this could be because of urinary tract infection what was that
2: they might be hungry too that was the cookie monster you well, don't, you I don't assume know. they have food at the bowl. How do you not know the cookie monster? Yum, 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 yum. I mean,
3: Albert likes to get up in the middle of the night to have food.
1: My cats do that. They'll get up sometimes and go to their bowl and munch away. Well, I assume this owner would know if the dog was getting up just to go get food. True. I mean, the, the dog is obviously getting up and then maybe turning around or walking the house because they're stiff or walking around because they want to go out. I would say number one reason is pain. And you, the most important take home message is if something, if you think something's wrong with your pet, you're probably right. Go to your veterinarian.
3: Yeah, because animals don't tend to show pain as quickly as a human would. And, and they the obviously way. can't tell you.
1: Right, exactly. And, and in the same way, they don't scream out in pain. They, they're they very stoical animals. They hide their pain. They're, they're predators. They have to hide it in the wild. So you want to make sure that uh, you're interpreting what they're doing. Because dogs will be in pain and the way they deal with it is not screaming out, but sometimes they will just stop doing activity or they won't be able to get comfortable. Cats, the same thing. They'll hide it and they'll just sometimes hide in the corner. So interpret your animal science correctly.
2: I think that's really important too as you know, well, as you have pets in your house, you're always spending time with them anyway. So you do got to keep it, not keep attention on their actions. Are they peeing more? Are they going number two more? Um, you know, are they eating more, are they eating less? Are they drinking more water? So that is a lot of different signs regarding their health, right? Especially Absolutely. as they do get older.
1: Number one sign that people notice that signals illness in their animals, and this is really important, is drinking more or urinating more than usual.
3: I also saw something on Facebook, whether I, I don't know if this is true or not, that animals that lean their foreheads against the wall or are staring in a corner often are signs of pain. Is that true?
1: Or it could be signs of disease, disease head pressing yeah. it's called. Yeah. And cats, the way they show pain is very interesting. When they eat, they'll they'll tilt their head to one side and then tilt their head to the other side. Hmm. Like they're chewing on different sides of their of their jaw because they have deep dental pain. Well, wow. once
2: again, if you've got a question or a comment, give us a call at 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800, that's the number to call. And you're listening to Talking Pets.
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
3: You've been hearing a lot about the widespread Zika virus. But can it hurt dogs and cats? With the Talking Pets radio health update, I'm Amanda Page. The once obscure zika virus is now making daily headlines as it surfaces in more countries and health officials rush to make recommendations to keep it from spreading. We know the virus is primarily spread by mosquitoes. Only about one in five people affected with Zika virus gets sick, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And even then, the symptoms are usually mild. However, the disease has been linked to serious birth defects and other major health problems. We know it is most often to pregnant women, and there are at least one case of it being spread by sexual contact. But we don't know if our pets are at risk. As far as dogs and cats, I don't know of any information or scientific studies on that topic, says Chris Barker, a researcher in the School of Veterinary Medicine Department of Pathology, Microbiology, and Immunology at the University of California, Davis. Barker studies the epidemiology of mosquitoes' transmitted diseases. Certainly, there's the potential for a pet to become infected, says Barker. We don't know if or what it means to the health of an animal. If a dog or a cat were to become infected, we also don't know if they could spread the virus to humans. Although there have been no cases of Zika being transmitted via mosquito in the United States, the mosquitoes that are capable of transmitting the virus do live in the U.S. So one of the best ways to protect people and pets from possible infection is to practice good mosquito control on your property. Reporting for TPR, I'm Amanda Page.
1: We ran out of battery. (laughs) (laughs) No mosquito song today. (laughs) I love it, John. Thank you for
3: saving the day.
2: (laughs) You know what's really funny, though? It must be the day because your battery... I'm surprised it died over there. Uh, And then mine just came up and said... Battery is dying.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Didn't have enough energy (laughs) to play the song.
2: We made it through that mosquito, though.
1: (laughs) Right on. Oh, that was great.
2: So you know, it's funny because you know, not funny, but that whole Zika virus thing. It's like, it's almost like, I feel like (laughs) we're back in the Jurassic age or something. (laughs) I mean, like
3: I didn't hit that button. Where's (laughs) that coming from?
2: No, it's like, you know, back then dinosaurs. Now all of a sudden we got these viruses popping up and this mosquito thing that is pretty frightening. Especially when the one day I'm sitting here in Florida in my office and I see on CNN News, do not leave your home.
1: If you live in Florida, do not go outside. But you know, every like, year it's a different virus. Every year it's a different virus. Say hey, it's SARS, avian flu, swine flu. And it's, it's what? I didn't know. I didn't push a button. And it's gone. Exactly. It's Jurassic It comes and it goes.
2: <laughs> I mean, it kind of does, I'm mean, in a way. It's
1: a new virus every year. I mean, it's... But you know, it's a
2: weird conspiracy kind of conversation where, you know, it's like they always say that they have cures for these things, but they pop things out there because they want to, one, control population growth, two, keep the pharmaceutical companies going and rich, <laughs> conspiracy and, and, and three, just keep charging us phenomenal. I mean, you you go in the hospital and they open up a Band-Aid to put on your finger, and that's $500. It's a good Band-Aid. So, apparently, it doesn't even have... Comical pictures on it or anything.
1: You know, I like the Bugs Bunny Band Aids, but, but they you, never give me listen, one of those. If you listen to what our last commentator <laughs> said on the Zika virus, he said the person from Brazil who had a baby with microcephaly they had no um, history of mosquito bites. So who knows if she had the actual Zika virus? I, don't know, I think the world is just full of Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. <laughs>
2: Are you referring to me, John? <laughs> no. But you are a doctor. Or do you just play one on the radio? On <laughs> <I'm> radio.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Medic! Menomina.
2: 844 305 Hey, you want to hear it now? Menomina. You got it? Yeah. Oh, did you plug it in or something? Uh,
3: no, I, I have backup. Oh. This is... A
2: Sound in my head. Oh, I hate that.
3: Somehow I'm thinking maybe it was good, the battery died. Uh, uh, All I, right then there. I kind
2: of like mine a little better. Yeah. But you ever like, you're like, wow. <clears throat> Seriously though, like when you're in bed, I don't know about you guys, but five, six o'clock in the morning or whatever, the we sun's not even this. up, and you get a mosquito in your house, and it's, I don't know why it has to hang around your head in bed. Maybe because like, you get sheets over you, so it can only go after your head. I don't know, but it's like, do you ever have that? Like, you're laying there in bed, you're sound asleep, and all of a sudden, you get in your ears <laughs> this, that, don't yeah. tell me you've never gotten that.
1: Never. Seriously? Ever. George, are you?
2: Oh, my God. Am I the only Looney tune? Yep wow i i get i get mosquitoes sometimes in my bedroom and that's what i hear and it drives me insane because you know and it gets louder when they come closer of course to you and it's like zzzz, you know all of a sudden then it's distant and then they're away and it's
3: like
1: you could i can't fall I back. remember
3: that at like camp i can't fall I back to sleep no
1: they summer get, camp they
2: get in the house if i leave the doors open or the windows or whatever and don't they leave get in. the door open oh i've had snakes
1: in my house they get in there too yeah I, i've heard your snake stories. yeah i
2: had that. rattlesnakes in my house why do you leave the
1: doors open
2: because I, I used to keep them open to the uh, the French doors to the pool, and I would keep them open to the pool because the weather would be nice out, and the pool's caged, you know. So you need to look for some big holes. things can't get in, but small things can. Please, a snake can get in wherever they want. Um, <laughs> mm, that's they can true. they can wiggle their way through. You want to wiggle with it?
3: That's it. Says the Wiggles in the Wiggle Town for the mosquito song. So Jerry should have com- listened longer.
2: Jerry's coming on in a couple minutes from Hotel Pennsylvania to about Westminster coming up, but um. I want to ask you about Albert. What was the illness? Your dog, Albert, is 13 now?
3: Almost. That's
2: honestly tremendous because Albert's a medium sized dog. Um, that has that's a long life.
3: Yeah, and he has special needs. He was born blind and he was the rent of the litter. And my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, I've been told by several vets that most blind dogs or dogs born blind have multiple abnormalities, and that's very true for Albert. Yes. And so he has spine issues, he has periodontal issues, he has stomach issues, he's blind, and now he has rhinitis and uh, it's been a bit of a challenge. He's an old boy, it's a lot to go through.
2: So doctor. Yes sir. Or woman placement on radio. Yeah. Um, Rhinitis, can you explain what that is? Because some people all of a sudden they think your like dog got attacked by a rhino or something. I mean, <laughs> people who don't know what it is.
1: Well that or it's just inflammation of the nose. Rhin meaning nose, itis meaning inflammation. So inflammation of the na- nose or nasal sinuses. So what that's creates right. that? Like what? Anything, it's just inflammation, infection, Cancer, anything that has an inflammatory response in the nasal cavities can cause rhinitis. It could be a foreign body in in California they have plant ons that actually get sucked into the nose and advance into the nasal sinuses and they can't go out. They can't like exit the nose. So So when they sneeze and all blood comes out and then Yeah, inflammation leads to blood vessels. Fragility and leads to blood. So every time they sneeze, they, they bleed.
3: It's lovely, let me tell you.
1: The nose has a huge blood supply. Mucus. Hey, blood. I have a hard enough time it's when my cat has diarrhea.
2: I can't imagine if they're eating out of their nose. Well, once again, you are listening to Talkin' Pets. Coming up, Jerry Grimek, the doggy concierge from Hotel Pennsylvania in New York City, will be there next week, live with Talking Pets for the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Jerry's coming on. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Talkin' Pets. Talkin Pets.
3: It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat Looking for the best advice on pet health, safety, and travel? Connect with The Pet Lady. Dana Humphrey, also known as The Pet Lady, will surely be in a city near you real soon. She will be spreading the good news for pets and pet lovers from tips on dog and cat care, pet industry trends, and the best events for you and your four-legged family members. Need a great gift idea or insights on the hottest pet gadgets? Simply follow The Pet Lady on Twitter at Pet Lady World. You can also learn more at the pet lady at the let's talk pets
0: let's talk pets on pet life radio pet life radio.com <laughs>
2: And you are listening to Talkin' Pets. This is a spotlight with Dr. Jared Lazarus, Dr. Jay. I want to talk to you really quick uh, next couple minutes about fleas. Um, of course, you know, across the country it's snowing and it's cold and a lot of people don't have flea problems outside, but inside they still can survive, right? Yes, they can.
1: As a matter of fact, the uh, mosquito that transmits heartworm disease is an indoor predominant mosquito. So...
2: Uh, Tell us about like not only the not only the flea but the, the life cycle because it's what egg larvae and so on and so forth. Correct. But I was told recently that I got a new kitty and I had a flea issue all of a sudden and she runs everywhere. She's under couches everywhere that my normal old cat does not go. Does that stir up the life cycle of a flea
1: that may be dormant? The fact that she's running around. Yeah.
2: Does that, like, in in territories, under couches and stuff, that can trigger off the birth of more fleas? No, Somebody- not
1: necessarily, but fleas can lay their eggs in everywhere. And, and a common misconception is that you need carpeting uh, in order to have a, f- a flea problem. Um, and that's not true. They lay their eggs in your box springs, in your mattresses. Um, they, they, they'll lay it on tile floors. Um best way to control them in your house is to vacuum them frequently Uh, use a uh, exterminator in the house and make sure your pet is on flea control all year round
2: you know another thing too it's interesting because i don't have a lot of carpeting in my home i do have tile and i have wood and i'll tell you they had a major problem with the fleas recently and i did put them on you know the control uh one of the flea products but there was also another one that i was told about which was a little pill that kills the fleas instantly for 24 hours yes that was kind of frightening i mean these fleas were fleeing like rats from a drowning oh. ship
1: oh yeah they'll they'll take the pill and within 30 minutes they'll start jumping off and it, dying
2: yeah it's just like it was scary
1: <laughs> and they have pills that last 30 days now they have flea control in a pill form that's combined with the heartworm pill that's once a month you do you oh. find the pills to be better than the, the topical that you put on their back? I like it. It works really, really well. And one thing to be concerned about is if your dog has seizures or has a history of seizures, do not put them on the pill. Don't put it on them? Do not put them on the pill. That's very important. Well, once
2: again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Coming up, doggy concierge, Jerry Griman. You are listening to Talkin' Pets. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Jared Lazarus.
3: And Amanda Page. Hey, don't
2: forget, you can check us out at TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com, TalkinPets.com, and join us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, right now, we're at about 23,000 followers, and uh, we just started this week, actually, Instagram. And I think, I think we've got a couple hundred on there now following us on Instagram. So we just started that. So you can uh, follow us now on the pictures there and check us out. So uh, go to our Instagram at the top of the homepage there at TalkinPets.com. And, by the way, I want to welcome out to the program a very dear friend, a very old friend, a very cool friend, a very always hyped friend. Um, and I mean that because when you go to Hotel Pennsylvania, the doggy concierge, Jerry Grimek, seems like he never sleeps. And, um, Jerry Grimek, welcome back to Talking Pets.
0: Hello, team. How are you?
2: See, you can even hear it in his voice. <laughs> Jerry, meet um, Dr. Jared here. I think this before. Hey, how are you? Yeah, you might Very have. Very good, probably
1: there. Did. Yeah,
2: and then of course Mandy's with us today, uh, Jerry.
0: Man, hey good to hear
1: from you. Yeah.
2: So this is like our 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 pre show. Like we're we're next week we're going to be live from Hotel Pennsylvania for the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, and we got an array of people joining us and stuff to talk about a whole bunch of different subjects. But of course, we're going to be there at the Hotel Pennsylvania. So what's new? What's going on in Hotel Pennsylvania? I know I'm going to miss it this year, which is the big fashion show that our buddy Greg puts on, New York Pet Fashion Show, and I walked in it a couple years, and I had a blast walking in it, actually. Um, but it's on Thursday night this year, correct?
0: That's right, and you know what? We're just putting the final touches on everything, wrapping the final doll cookies, getting the rooms buffed up and cleaned, ready to go. we got the first arrivals coming in as Wednesday already.
2: I'm looking forward to it. Now, I, what's the weather out there right now? What's it like in New York? You City? know what?
0: There was a little bit of snow, but it's actually nice. I mean, at, for this time of year, it's nice. You remember those years, John and Amanda, where it's snowing heavily and it's cold, and and they're they're calling for a milder temperature this time, which is
2: nice. I hope so. I mean, last year I froze my cahooters off, but um, there was one year, Jerry, that we were at Hotel Penn, and then I think it was a Sunday. It snowed. There was I think there might might have been like three feet of snow. That yeah. day, and Bobby and Amanda, of course, I was sleeping. Um, but Bobby and Amanda decided <laughs> to go to Central Park for a walk, and I'll let Mandy tell that story because it made the, on national television news. It made Bob Page look like such a heroine, but he Oh was,
3: no, we were having lots of fun in the snow. He was
2: the heretic.
3: He threw <laughs> me in a snowbank, and they only caught the part where he was pulling me back out. He was quite <laughs> the gentleman on TV.
2: So. You can't always believe what you see on TV. Right.
3: <laughs> we had a blast. though. I wish it would happen again when we're there. We had so much fun
2: yeah I'll, I'll never forget that year though i mean everything was shut down there were no cars on the streets or anything really yeah and, it, and the weird part was too is that lord forbid i ever parked my car in new york during that snowstorm because the plows you, came through you never find it yeah they took the cars with it with the plow is there was really? yeah there were several cars that Get i saw not kidding we were walking around there were several cars that were missing their side view mirrors and <laughs> and stuff and it was like okay but i guess they got to clear the snow <laughs>
0: Wow.
2: <laughs> it was a little insane, but it, hey, that's New York. You guys just had an incident up there with, uh, the with cranes, a crane, didn't you?
0: Yeah, that was in lower Manhattan, and it's really sad to hear that. And there was somebody in a car there, and it, it's just really sad to hear that, honestly.
2: It's, yeah, I couldn't imagine. I, I But I guess it's happened a couple of times in New York City, though, with the cranes. So, now,
0: I wasn't aware of that. Has it happened
2: a few times? Yeah, I think uh, according to what I was told, or I heard it was a couple times with cranes in New York, the big cranes that they had some incidences. So um, I don't know if they publicized everything, but this one, of course, made it all over the news. It was a big yeah. crane. I guess it went several blocks down. Oh, so definitely. Yeah, and it was,
0: again, it was in Lower Manhattan near Tribeca, I believe. So you know, our thoughts go out to everyone and anyone affected there.
2: Well, we're going to be in Midtown, right? So we're on. So Hotel Pennsylvania is on Seventh Avenue, right across the street from Madison Square Garden
0: and Penn Station. So people taking the train in or taking the bus, we're right there in the heart of the city.
2: That's awesome because then you just walk right across the street and you're there. And for us it's awesome too because, you know, we're doing the broadcast live talking pets from Hotel Penn on Saturday evening. Um, But then Monday and Tuesday night, we always our social network. We follow everything and pictures and everything like that of the actual Westminster show on Monday and Tuesday evening. And um, we just walk right out the doors of Hotel Pennsylvania. And, and the nice part, too, is we don't even have to wear a jacket if we don't want to, no matter what the temperature is, because it's a run across the street and we're inside.
1: Nice. It's That's awesome. it.
0: We're, we're, we're the place to be. And you were talking about the snow and the cold. Don't you want it more convenient where all you have to do is go across the street? It just makes it that much easier. Well, the
2: other thing, too, is like with all the traffic and the craziness, it's New York. There's always something going on. So it is nice to be right across the street, So especially for Westminster with all the dogs. And that's the nice thing about the Hotel Penn is that you guys are dog-friendly, of course. And you know, and you get to see so many different dogs. And I think we're going to be doing Periscope and a bunch of stuff this year, too. Um, so th- everybody's going to be able to check out all the dogs at Hotel Penn when we're doing our broadcast because we're going to have a lot of different things going on. Now that's you, that's
3: my favorite part of it, is to be able to have a chance to talk to uh, the pets and their pet parents and people that just come with their pets to be a part of the experience. It's just awesome. And
2: yeah. you've got a lot of things going on down there, too, of course, at Hotel Penn, besides us, Jerry, uh, you know, for Talking Pets. You've got a lot of, like, the Dog Riders Association is going to be there again, right?
0: Oh, my goodness, yeah. They're doing an entire seminar. They're changing it up this year. They're doing a seminar and a luncheon. So it starts 8 a.m., and it goes till about 4 p.m., so wow. every day there's something going on at the hotel.
2: You know, it's interesting. This year on the show, um, we have a special guest coming in. Bonhams is coming in. You know, the, uh, the auction and everything. They're oh auctioning gosh. off in, um, like some dog sculptures and dog portraits for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Wow. And they're going to be coming in uh, for the broadcast, Talking Pets, there at Hotel Penn, too. So I'm excited about that. That's kind of cool. It's a first for us, actually.
0: Yeah, we gotta mix it up. I like that you mix
2: it up every year. That's great. Yeah, we have uh you know, Gail Miller Bisher's coming in with Westminster and of course our, our buddy David Fry is gonna be with us and he's gonna be live and in person and Bash Debra who works with Madonna and Jennifer Lopez and all and you know, Mariah Carey, um, he's coming in and all their pets and stuff. Um, and uh, a bunch of different people are coming. Uh, the New York, one of the New York City vets is going to be coming in. Veterinarians, she's going to be stopping by. And it's funny too, because remember Jerry, when you and I, I think we were on the air at the time, and this woman walked up, and this was a couple years ago, and then it's become a regular at Hotel Penn. Some of the people from Survivor, and That's Jane right. was there, Gee, and oh my. that was exciting. I was like, because I'm a huge Survivor nut. I mean, and when I saw her, I was like, kid in a candy store. I was like, get your butt over here and sit in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, and now we become buddies. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. But you know, the pet fashion show—I said Thursday night's going to be going on there. Uh, our broadcast is there. Dog Writers Association. What else is going on at the hotel?
0: Oh my goodness, we have the Progressive Dogs dog Fair, Dog Toy Fair, which is toy dogs, and that happens from the Saturday right through Sunday. So it's going to be taking over the entire pentop top of the hotel. And aside from that, we'll have the odd. You know, working dog digest event, a few events here and there, small minor events related to the dog show, and it literally it becomes Westminster week. Not even yeah. Westminster day or two; it's Westminster
2: week. Well, not only not only the Westminster show for like best in show and everything like that, but they do have the agility trial for the. You know, this is the third year, I believe. I was just talking to right. Greg Nuganis the other day, and he was the MC actually for the first one. Um, but he's not coming in this year, but I forget who they have filling in. Um, but that goes on, the agility trials. Now there's an obedience trial that's going on that's added to Westminster now. And being at Hotel Penn, you guys have the shuttles because all these events are in, during the day parts are taking on at the piers. So you guys have shuttles that take everybody right down to the piers, correct?
0: That's exactly it. They take you right outside on 7th Avenue. It picks up all our guests, and it takes them right there. It takes them back and forth during the daytime and in the evening time everything takes place at Madison Square Garden across the street so again going back to what we were talking earlier it's right in the heart of the city everything's conveniently set up for our guests
3: well we're
2: excited so i'm looking forward to coming out there and uh i hope it is going to be a milder temperature this year because last year my face froze off literally <laughs> <laughs> well listen
0: I'm gonna bring you one of those nose warmers. Okay? There you go, <laughs> Jerry.
2: Nose. Last year it was so cold, <laughs> the skin on my nose peeled off. It was so that's bad. I real? was my nose. Yeah, my that's nose, right. I forgot. For the whole time, yeah. rest of the time, my nose was scabbed. I it was, was freezing.
3: Pretty poor guy. No, it,
2: it wasn't pretty at all. <laughs> but uh, well, Jerry, I'm looking forward to seeing your pretty face.
0: You go, oh, thank you. You're the best. And I got your Red Bull chill on chilling on ice. Sounds right good. For you. <laughs> he knows I
2: need that because I'm usually out drinking the night before. So. He, are, he always takes care of you. You're awesome, Jerry.
1: Awesome.
2: We love you, Jerry. And uh, if you want all. to stay at one of the best hotels in New York, and especially when we're there for Westminster, stay at Hotel Penn, and you can check it out. The banners are on my website. It takes you right to their site, and you can uh, you know get your rooms and everything there. Go to talkingpets.com, or you can go directly to hotelpen.com. Correct, Jerry?
0: You got it. You got Sounds it. Sounds good. We'll see you
2: soon. Looking forward to it. Sounds good. That's Jerry Grimek, the doggy concierge at Hotel Penn. Don't forget you are listening to Talking Pets, and make sure you tune in next week and join us on our Facebook and Twitter because there's going to be going a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Not only at Westminster, but at the hotel. And while we're in New York, you never know what you're going to see. So if you're part of our Facebook and Twitter, it's all going to be on there. So check it out. And now we have Instagram. So that will be there, too, and you can see a lot of photos. So there's going to be a lot of postings going on in the social network of Talking Pets. So check that out and check out our broadcast next Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern time, live from Hotel Penn in New York City for the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. A big thanks to Jerry Grimek, and we will see him soon. This is Talking Pets amazing pet expos is coming to a city near you admission is always free and your pet is welcome Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus,
0: meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to
1: the
0: Pet Expo. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio.
2: Pet, Life Radio. pet Life Radio. <laughs>
3: ways to spend valentine's day with your pets with the talking pets radio cupid's corner update i'm amanda page it's the global day of love valentine's day for some it's a joyous day to celebrate the love between two people for others it's a sad and wistful day spending wishing for what once had or for what once is yet to find for those with pets valentine's day offers an ideal opportunity to honor a love unlike any other the love for a beloved pet sharing Valentine's Day with your pets can create a lasting memory or just provide the opportunity to spoil your best friend with what they love the most in the world. Here are three ways you can spoil your pets on this special day. One have professional photographs taken. You probably have more pictures of your beloved pet than you can count but that's just how it should be anyway. Consider booking an appointment with a professional photographer to set up a Valentine's Day photo shoot for your pet complete with a Valentine's theme backdrop. You can even get it in photographs to create a long life memento. Make paw prints. Your pets are a precious part of your life, but time with your pets is fleeting. Creating a paw print in clay will preserve the special part of your pet. You can generally find handprint making kits at craft stores. It's a simple and fun process that will allow you to bond time with your pet. Third, set aside time for just you and your pets. Life is hectic for most people these days. Plan time on Valentine's Day just for you and your beloved pet. Take your dog for a walk on its favorite path or give your cat a nice ear scratch. Cuddle with your rabbit or play your bird's favorite music. No matter what you do this Valentine's Day, the most important part is just being with your beloved friends. Valentine's Day is all about celebrating love. No one loves you more unconditionally than your pets. Reporting for from Talking Pets... I'm Amanda Page I love my doggy so much 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 I love my kitty so much I love my kitty so Okay,
2: well, if I didn't lose my battery on my iPad right now, I would have brought out that slap sound effect.
3: <laughs> oh, my goodness. It really took them a long time huh? to come up with these lyrics. I'm really impressed. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. All uh, right. I Just
2: just for the record, I didn't pick that song. I didn't
3: pick that song. Nope. Nope. I didn't pick nope. that song. Nope, <laughs> I am not taking credit for that
2: one. Now, there was one song that you were supposed to play in this hour, though. Yep. Where is it? It's coming. Can, can we hear that one? I'd rather hear the one that this one than the other one. You know this one.
1: Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. Georgia. Love this song. A whole day
0: through.
2: This is dedicated to Georgia, who's sitting right across Just from me right now during the show. And all the other Georgias across the world. This is for you, Georgia. gives that Georgia on so is this michael buble
3: it is you want to hear something funny
2: you know when lexi was producing the show lexi now is going to be having her baby in a week or so um, possibly i think very soon before we know it Um, and she said there's not one song out there that michael buble has not covered (laughs)
3: That's funny, and but, this yeah. is another one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good song. It is.
2: What was funny? Oh.
3: <laughs> we have this Do you want some
2: new tricks for that memory? Yeah, no, no, no. no I know memory. exactly
3: what it is. Um, we have this new thing called Alexa. It's by Amazon, and you just speak to this bar on the counter, and you ask it anything. So you can say, I want to listen to, and I say, Michael Blay. She cannot for the life of me get it. It drives me crazy. Anyway, that was not worth saying. Okay. It was weird, though,
2: that it was Alexa because Lexi's name is Alexis. And Alexa, there's the tie
3: in. There you go. It's a small world. (laughs) Georgia on my mind. (laughs) Well,
2: if you guys have cats in your house. And if you are feeding them, Robert Abadie Dog Food Company has issued a recall of its Abadie highest quality maintenance and growth formula for cats because of possible salmonella contamination. The food was sold in stores and online throughout the country. The recall product comes in two 5 and 15 pound corrugated boxes with plastic liners. They are marked on the top right hand side of the box with the lot number 14029 forward slash 21. If you have purchased this food for your cat, return it to the store where you bought it for a full refund. The company can also be reached for questions at 845-473-1900. So you always got to keep your eye out there on the uh,
1: recalls, right? Absolutely. So and avoid the foods that have <clears throat> constant recalls. Can
2: like Like human food, what about dry food for dogs and cats? If it sits in containers for too long, does that go bad?
1: No, because most of it, well, it can go bad. It, it actually can go bad, it can become moldy. That's why it's important to store it in cool temperatures and not in your garage or because they can produce things called aflatoxins, which are mold poisons. and dogs can get very sick on that. Um, so, but for the most part the the processed dry dog foods are are pretty resilient to um, bacterial and fungal contamination. For the most part. What about canned food, like the moist food? Does that go bad after a while? It'll go bad after a while, but canned food typically has a longer shelf life when it comes to dog food.
2: No, something that has like a cheaper food, for instance, like a byproduct, would that last longer than something that has like better grade like meat, chicken, beef? It
1: all all depends on the processing, and it all depends on the preservatives that are put in it. So always just check the expiration anyway. Yeah, and I'd, I'd rather choose dog food over home cooking any day of the week because you get better electrolyte balances sounds good
2: hey well spay new to your pets guys and uh help control the pet population if you're looking to adopt a pet go to your local animal shelter or your rescue group and get one from there don't forget next week we'll be live for talking pets live from new york city for the westminster Kennel Club dog show a whole array of people are going to be joining us uh, so stay tuned for that Anything goes when we're out there live, because you never know. There's going to be tons of dogs and handlers and trainers and owners, and you never know who's going to stop by, celebrity or not. But um, a lot goes on, so check it out. We'll be live, and we're going to have a lot going on our Facebook, our Twitter, and our Instagram. If you're not on there, join us at TalkinPets.com. T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com. And uh, from myself, John Patch. Dr. Jared Lazarus. Amanda Page. And Georgia, on my mind, we say goodbye for this hour of Talking Pets. Thanks for joining us here. Talk to you again very soon, and see you in New York. Bye for now. Thanks, Ben.
1: We're so sad we've no more time together Just to drop an anvil on your head And stuff your pockets full of dynamite And tie you to a rhino's head Good night, everybody!